Blog Talk Radio. Putting on the wrist. There's thunder in his footsteps and lightning in his fist. And the Lord wasn't joking when he kicked him out of Eden. It wasn't for no reason that he shed his blood. His return is very close, and so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. Blog Talk Radio.
rising, he justified.
Your love is amazing, steady and unchanging. Your love is a mountain from beneath my feet. Your love is the mystery, how you gently lift me when I am surrounded. Your love carries me. Hallelujah, mighty Lord, mighty God. We thank you for your love and mercy, Lord Jesus, that endure forever, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for making this possible, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, mighty Jesus. We thank you, mighty Lord, Lord Jesus. We bind the strong man and all hindering spirit from not the service to us. And in Jesus' name, Yeshua, name, Joshua, name, mighty Lord. Mighty God, hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, praise God, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. You are in control, Lord Jesus. Not the enemy, not our enemy, Lord Jesus, but you are, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Praise and glory and honor, Lord Jesus. Be unto you, Lord Jesus, and we thank you, mighty Jesus. We thank you, mighty God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Shalom, shalom, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Tower. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Brothers and sisters, if we if we if we don't learn how to pray, if we don't learn to be patient and to wait on the Lord, if we don't trust the Lord when things go bad, my goodness, hallelujah, the, the enemy We'll have a feel with us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We need to learn. Hallelujah. We need to learn to, to trust the Lord. Hallelujah. And call upon the name of the Lord and, and, and learn how to warfare, brothers and sisters. Warfare is what we're, it's going to take in these last days for you and I to warfare against, uh, hallelujah, the evil, uh, the, the evil one who is coming against us. Hallelujah, who is trying to always, hallelujah, bring us down. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We need to learn to trust the Lord. Hallelujah. Amount all this, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the victory. Because it is you, Lord, that give, gives us the victory, Lord. It is you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord, for your help always, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, mighty God. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against us. Hallelujah. Shall prosper. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Well, this weekend we had a, a wonderful weekend. Hallelujah. Preached for two days, Saturday and Sunday in Taylorsville. The Lord, hallelujah, and his presence was there. It was wonderful. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because we serve such a wonderful God. Hallelujah. Who says amen to us. When we, hallelujah, 
Call upon his name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The visitation of the Lord was so awesome, was so great. The anointing, the power, my goodness, that, that flow in that place was incredible. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And we thank the Lord because he is the one, hallelujah, who is always there to help us. And I want to thank each and one of you for your prayer because I know many of you, when you didn't hear me on the radio, you pray. You pray for me. You pray for the ministry. You pray for my family. And I want to thank you, hallelujah, for your prayer, for interceding for us. Thank you, Lord. The Lord has taken care of us, has protected us has delivered us, hallelujah, has been there for us. And I want to thank each and one of you for your prayer. Thank you very much, hallelujah. I appreciate your prayer, and I pray for those that request a prayer from me too, hallelujah. Praise you, God, hallelujah. Your your petition, your prayer, uh, those that have emailed me for prayer, has been mentioned before the throne, has been going before the throne daily, every every morning and every night. Hallelujah. Every day, God, praise the Lord, hears those prayer. Hallelujah. And, and thank you, Jesus. He confirms it to me every time. Hallelujah. Uh, he, I go before him in prayer. He confirms to me that he has heard the prayer. And, and there's nothing better than that. Thank you, Jesus. And I thank God for all the prayer he is answering. The prayer of the righteous avail much, brothers and sisters. And God is answering prayer. He is answering prayer. And uh, we've, he's been answering our prayer. Even people that's been going to court, people that's been going through immigration, uh, the Lord had answered their prayer. People who, who need a paper for immigration, the Lord answered the prayer and gave them the paper they needed. And we thank the Lord for that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Family, brothers and sisters. I, I has, as I told the people in the Spanish service, it don't matter uh, what you're going through. If you're Mexican, whatever, whatever country you're in, Spain, it don't matter. If you're going through immigration in Germany, it don't matter the country. Uh, send me an email for, to pray for you because the Lord is going to give you the victory, and, he, and he's been doing that. And people have been so surprised at how the Lord has been answering prayer. Praise to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we were talking about, hallelujah, coming to the Lord with a pure heart, a sincere heart. Thank you, Lord. Uh, helping people understand by the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And tonight, this is a word. This is a word I want to share tonight. Thank you, Lord. That is very important. Please, 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 please take this word tonight to heart. Take it to your heart and take it in prayer. The word tonight is very important because many Christians don't practice the word of God and you need to practice it. And, and what, a, what, a, what a better way to practice God's word uh, than through prayer. So please, tonight's message, you want to hear, thank you, Lord, you want to hear tonight's message because it's going to help you uh, when you take, uh, when you go to God in prayer, hallelujah, you need to do warfare and you need to do this every day, especially in the time that we're in. Thank you, Lord. And the Lord has spoken these things to me as a reminder. Thank you, Lord. And God is so awesome. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, 2 Corinthians 10. 
Second Corinthians 10 is where we are going to speak, brothers and sisters. Please take it to heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, because this this message is going to help you in your walk with the Lord daily. And as you take it to heart, God, hallelujah, is going to bring, it's going to give you victory, victory in him. Praise you, God. And as a Christian, that's what we need, brothers and sisters. We need a victory from the Lord. Second Corinthians 10, verse 3 says, Nevertheless, though we walk in the flesh, yet we do not, hallelujah, war after the flesh. Thank you, Lord. It is so easy to war after the flesh. It is so easy. It is so easy to get in an argument with someone. Hallelujah. It is so easy to disagree with someone. So easy to disagree with someone. It's so easy sometimes not to get along. And the devil loves all that because uh, division comes from the devil, not from God. Comes from hell, not from God. Argument comes from hell, not from God. And when we are in these things, hallelujah, we are participating in the works of the darkness. And God don't want us to participate in the work of the darkness. Verse 4. For the weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to cast down holds. Hallelujah. And those holds that the, 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 uh, the, the Bible mentions, the, the NIV or the Geneva, I'm sorry, version. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a hold that the enemy would have on people's life, on people's blessing, on um, um, I remember when the Lord Jesus, uh, two years ago, uh, took me out in the spirit and showed me how over the years of my life, where I did not do warfare in the spirit, hallelujah, praying, claiming, declaring, proclaiming, the devil did so much harm to my life. And he started showing me, because a lot of people focus on the material stuff. No, it has to do with everything. It has to do with everything. And the Lord showed me that the devil, hallelujah, ruined my relationship with my family. There was always a vision argument. We always had a, a tough time getting along, brothers and sisters. And the Lord showed me that it was the devil who stole, hallelujah, my relationship with my family, who brought division among us, argument. Hallelujah. It was hard for us to get along. Praise you, Lord. And the Lord showed me how the devil stole all those relationships that we could have, that we could have grown in, hallelujah, as a family, were stolen. Hallelujah, by the devil. Because the devil, John 10, 10, the thief come to steal, kill, and destroy but Jesus followed and said, but I'm, I come that ye may have life and have it abundantly. Thank you, Jesus. Now, how is that life applied to our life today? It is applied through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Through the blood of Jesus. That's why when you read, hallelujah, 2 Corinthians 10, 4 says, but mighty through God. But God, Jesus is God. Jesus is God. And through the blood of Jesus, because life is in the blood. 
Life is in the blood. So when Jesus says abundant life, he's talking about his blood being applied into our life. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And that blood needs to be in our life, in our family, in our home, in our children. Hallelujah. Amongst our friends. Hallelujah. Amongst the bride of Christ. It has to be among all of us, hallelujah, the blood of Yeshua, the blood of Jehoshua, the blood of Jesus need to be among all of us. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And that is the only way the Word of God teaches us, hallelujah, that we are going to overcome the devil. Thank you, Jesus. It is the only way, hallelujah, that the bride of Christ, that any believer on this earth, it don't matter the country you listen to me from. It don't matter the nation you listen to me from. You need to receive this word in your heart, and you need to let the Holy Spirit of God magnify his word to you. Hallelujah. You need to treasure this word. You need to have God write this word in your mind and in your heart. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Listen to what the Word of God says in Revelation 12, 11. But they overcame him, talking about Satan, talking about his kingdom, talking about his principality, talking about his demon. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they love not their life unto death. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. That's why daily repenter in our life must be a must. It must be a must. Cannot be put off. Cannot be left for later. Hallelujah. It must be, hallelujah, in our lips all the time is possible. Jesus, when he taught his disciples how to pray, the word he used our greater rabbi, our greater teacher, the greater master that I ever set foot on this earth said, pray without ceasing. Hallelujah. The word without ceasing is non-stop. Hallelujah. Oh, stopping not. How many you want to say it? Praise the Lord. When you don't see, cease to do something, you always do it. You always do it. When you don't cease to do something, hallelujah, when you don't cease to do something, you always do it. Thank you, Lord. And Jesus says, always pray. That's what he meant. Always pray. Always be in prayer. Always be interceding. Always. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Because God is going to give you the victory. Lord, I pray that any, everyone, every life listening right now comes under the blood of Jesus, the blood of Yeshua, the bloodshed on Calvary will fall on everyone listening life, everyone's family, everyone home. In Jesus' name, Yeshua's name, Yahashua's name, at this moment, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, God, and as the blood is being applied, as the Lord is, is pouring his blood upon your life, upon your family, upon your hope, you clearly understand 
who I was talking about tonight. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. We thank you, mighty Jesus. We thank you, mighty God. We intercede. We proclaim. We declare, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name, Jesus' name, that the blood covered us, that the abundant, hallelujah, life that is in the blood covered us, covered our home, covered our family. In Jesus' name tonight, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Almighty God, mighty Lord, I can feel the blood being poured. I can feel the blood covering, covering, covering. And they all became him by the blood of the Lamb. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. You're going to overcome. Every time you claim the blood, you claim life. You claim, you claim covering. You claim victory over the devil, over Satan, over demon and principality. In Jesus' name. I thank you, Jesus, for your precious blood. I thank you, Lord, for your blood. I thank you for your bloodshed and covering, O oh Lord, O oh God Almighty. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Praise you, God. Praise you, God. For our weapon and our warfare and our carnal, but mighty through God to cast down whole. Verse 5, casting down the imagination. Be careful with your imagination. Be careful with your imagination. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Casting down imagination. The devil loves, hallelujah, to create a history that is not true. The devil loves to create a mindset that is not true, that is not biblical, that is not of God, that misleads you from God. Thank you, Lord. A lot of Christians have a mindset that is not of God. The sin is in the mindset. It is in our imagination. Hallelujah. And God is holy. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy. And Jesus is holy. And the Holy Spirit is holy. And when your imagination has been contaminated, you need to repent. Thank you, Jesus. One of the things we spoke about this weekend, hallelujah, is to send through dreams. Dreams. There are people always dreaming, but their dreams are not of God. Their dream is of their flesh. Their dream is of their imagination. Thank you, Jesus. And their mind is being dirty. Their mind is being dirty with sin. Hallelujah. The devil keeps their mind, hallelujah, dirty. So you need to cast out those imaginations of Satan. Whatever you're imagining in your mind of Christ that has to do with sin is not of God. Whatever you imagine of the Word of God that has to do with sin is not of God. Whatever you imagine of the Holy Spirit that has to do with sin is not of God. Thank you, Jesus. The only thing, hallelujah, Christ has to do with sin is when someone repents and the blood of Christ covers it, cleanses it. Purifies it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Our God is holy. And the devil wants to create, always wants to put on people's mind a sinful imagination. And God said, cast it down. 
cast it down. Get it off of you. Remove it from you. In Jesus' name, put your mind under the blood of Jesus. Put your conscience, your self-conscience under the blood of Jesus. The blood of Yeshua. Thank you, Jesus. Apply the blood over your mind, over your self-conscious. Hallelujah. When you keep all that information asleep, that waste come right when you need it. And the devil knows how to get a hold of the self-conscious and bring dirty thoughts into your mind. Hallelujah. Apply the blood. Bring the blood into your mind. In Jesus' name, let the blood of Jesus, hallelujah, cleanse your mind for all unrighteousness. Thank you, Jesus, tonight. Hallelujah. God is speaking. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, to us tonight, for us to repent. Even, hallelujah, the sin in our sleep are not okay. Some people say, well, it happens in my sleep. I did not know. Yes, you know, because you're saying it happens in your sleep. You have knowledge of it. So you need to repent in Jesus' name. You need to ask the Lord to cleanse your mind and your soul conscience with his blood. Thank you, Lord. But you don't stop there. You need to go deeper, deeper, deeper to your heart. You need to go to your heart. Hallelujah. Because out of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So if you're speaking dirty, if you're speaking garbage, it's coming out of your mind, out of your heart. It's coming out of your heart. Hallelujah. It's only going to your, hallelujah, it's only going to your heart. I'm sorry, to your mind, because it's coming, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, out of your heart. It's coming out of your heart. Hallelujah. After David sinned with that woman that was not his, thank you, Lord, he came and repented before God. And this is what David said in Psalm 51, 7. Purge me with his up, and I shall be clean. Watch me, and I shall be weather, hallelujah, than snow. May me to hear joy and gladness in the bone which thou hast broken. Hallelujah, may rejoice. Hide thy faith from my sin, and put away all my iniquity. First time, create in me a clean Heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit where they meet. Why is David asking God to create within him? Hallelujah, create in me. Asking the creator, please create, creator. Creator, please create in me. Please, I know in Genesis you spoke the word. Please speak the word to my heart and let me have a new heart. Because this simple heart is full of sin. Creator, please create. Creator, please create. I know you are the creator. Please create within me a clean heart, oh God. Every new spirit within me. I need a new spirit. I need to be renewed. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, God. Repentance. Repenting is a gift of God to us. We need to take it serious. We need to be sincere. Pray without ceasing, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Pray all the time. Hallelujah. Cease not to pray. Cease not to pray. I thank you, Jesus. Cease not to pray, says the Lord to us. Did not sound to you like pray sometime and other time. Don't pray. Hallelujah. When he says cease not to pray, pray without ceasing. 
I thank you, Lord. God wants us to be seeking him. God wants us to be asked to be spending more time in his presence than anywhere else, when anything else. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. David comes. David comes to the Creator and said to the Creator, to the Almighty God, to Yahweh Elohim, create what they me a new heart. The one that spoke the earth to be, the one that organized everything and made everything and spoke the animal into being by his word. The one that created the sun and the moon and the star by his word. The one that created everything. David said, create for them be a pure heart. Because David knew his heart was contaminated. He knew there was sin in his heart that was haunting him. Hallelujah. He cannot bear to have any sin in him. Thank you, Lord, because David have walked with God, and walking with God, having a relationship with God is what helps you to understand God and understand the heart of God and understand the mind of God. That's why Paul said to the churches to have the mind of Christ. Have the mind of Christ, because when you have the mind of Christ, you think pure, you think clean, you think like Christ. My Father will, I must do, says Christ, and what will see his mind, the Father's will, and what will be in our mind, the Father's will, when we have a clean mind. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. It was in the mind of Christ. Have you, hallelujah, the mind of Christ is poor. Hallelujah. In the mind of Christ was to do the will of the Father. What is in your mind today? It is for, to you, for you to do your own will. No. Pray that you will have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. But not only his mind, also have his heart. Have a pure heart like Christ. Hallelujah. Have a pure heart like him. Thank you, Jesus. Don't stop there, but have it. Have it like Christ. Be like Christ. Be like Jesus. Thank you, Lord. There's nothing better for you and I to be like Christ. Hallelujah on this earth. Because Christ did the word of the Father, and God is so to him. Hallelujah. Greater than heaven, he is so to him. Why? Because he humbled himself. I thank you, Jesus. Look what Christ says, hallelujah, in Matthew 11, 29, take my joke on you and learn of me that I am meek and lovely of heart, and ye shall find rest upon your soul, and your soul you will find rest, for my joke is easy and my burden is light. Why does it not feel easy sometimes? Why does it not feel light sometimes? Because we don't have a mind like Christ. We don't have a heart like Christ. Then everything becomes difficult. I thank you, Jesus. But when we are submitted to Christ, when we have a mind like Christ, when we have a heart like Christ, I thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Then, hallelujah. Praise you, God. His joke is easy. Everything is easy to do. My joke, hallelujah, take my joke and you learn of me. Praise you, God. Say, Lord, say the Lord, hallelujah. For my joke is easy. My burden is light. Hallelujah. His joke becomes easy. His burden becomes light. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And we're not complaining, Christian. Hallelujah. There should be a word after Christian called complaining. 
Hallelujah, because most of the time that's what we do. Complain, complain, complain. How God have mercy. Hallelujah. And we need to understand that we need to have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. And when we have the mind of Christ, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. It becomes easy. Hallelujah. It becomes easy to serve God. Thank you, Lord. It becomes so easy, hallelujah, to come to the Father in repentance and prayer and humbling ourselves. We don't, there's no more arguing anymore. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Paul said to the Corinthians in 2.16, For who had known the mind of the Lord, and he, hallelujah, he might entrust him. But we have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah, the apostle was so close to Jesus. They, they were so much repenting. They were so much seeking holiness and righteousness. Hallelujah, they were so close to Christ that their mind was the mind of Christ, that their heart was the heart of Christ. Hallelujah, let's follow their example. What an example Peter is to us. What an example Paul is to us. What an example Matthew is to us in Mark and Luke. What an example we have in the Word of God. Let's follow this example. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Paul says also, I wish every man was like me, says Paul. Hallelujah. Because his life was totally submitted to God, but he said every man has their own gift from God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. God can bring us closer to him. God can bring us so close to us, to him, that our mind will be like the mind of Christ. Our heart will be like the heart of Christ. And the Holy Spirit of God will flow through us so freely. And because the Holy Spirit flows, wherever the Holy Spirit is, there's liberty. Liberty. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. He will flow. He will flow from north to south, east to west. Hallelujah. His power will come to us and will fill us from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet. Will flow to our soul, body, and spirit. Will fill us as the disciple claim in the book of Acts. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Will be filled with the Holy Spirit. They can claim that because they have that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, hallelujah, how God calls someone who claims to have something they don't have. God calls them hypocrite. Hallelujah. And God don't want us to be hypocrites. We cannot give what we don't have. If we are not full with the Holy Spirit, how can we want everyone to have the Holy Spirit? Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. Sometimes I'm concerned when I see people that wants to bring, that wants to win the whole world for Christ, but their own soul is not totally saved. They still have so much stuff in their life, unrepentant sin. Thank you, Lord. And the Lord gives me these sermons. The sermons are these things. Praise you, Lord. And most of the time, he gives me a word when I'm speaking to someone like this. Praise you, God. What would I mean when to, hallelujah, gain? What would I mean gain? To win the host. Well, and lose his soul. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes that is us. We want to win the whole world for Christ, but our salvation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God doesn't know us. God doesn't know us. We're not in relationship with God. We might even be religious. Hallelujah. The world has over 2,000 religions, and people every second are still going to hell. Religion is not helping at all. 
Religion is pushing people to hell. It's only relationship that brings you closer to God. You need to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. You need to have a relationship with the Lord. That will bring you closer to the Lord. Not to religion, but to relationship. Hallelujah. Over 2,000 religion bringing people to hell. Hallelujah. Condemning people, bringing people to torment. It is not helping. We need to realize, we need to know and understand religion is not saving anyone, but it's condemning people. More people keep dropping to hell every second with their religion. Hallelujah. Praying to hell, Mary. They're going to hell. Hallelujah. And demons are demanding hell for them to continue to pray to hell, Mary. Oh, God, have mercy. It's happening. It's happening. And then I'll be saved. Hallelujah, so much Jehovah Witnesses in hell. Praise God, have mercy. So much Catholic, so much Muslim, so much Buddhas, so much religious people are feeling hell. That's why hell keeps expanding itself, because more people keep coming, because hallelujah, the devil knows that religion will only entertain people. Religion will only mislead people from God. Religion will only move away people from God. Religion is like sin. Oh, God, have mercy. Hallelujah. Religion is like sin. Religion is like sin. Hallelujah. People push people away from God. And people who are religious are ready for everything, are ready for argument, are ready to kill other people. Religion, don't forgive. As Jesus said, love thy enemy as you love thyself. Hallelujah. Religion, don't leave people to love thy enemy. Hallelujah. If you are of Islam, you will kill your enemy. You're not loving them as the word of God says. So religion puts you away from God, but relationship brings you closer to God. Hallelujah. That's when you can understand the mind and heart. Hallelujah. The mind and heart of God. Then you understand what God meant what God is saying, what God is communicating to you. That all happens to relationship. Religion doesn't teach a relationship. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, because relationship is one of one between you and God. Religion is you through someone else who represents, supposedly representing you before God. Hallelujah. Supposedly, that other person is praying for you. It's praying for your sin. Praise you, God. Praise you, Lord. And that's why so many, because of those liars and deceivers, are leading people to hell. And hell is being pulled more and more and more. More of innocent soul. Have mercy. Hallelujah. More and more and more of innocent soul falling. Falling, falling, falling to hell, falling to hell. That's why we have no time to argue. That's why we have no time for division. Praise you, Lord. That's why we don't have time for foolishness and nonsense that the devil wants. We don't have time for these things. Time is too short. The trump is going to sound. Jesus is coming. The Lord is coming. He's on his way for his people. Hallelujah. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. He reminded me just yesterday. Remember what I told you. Remember what I told you, said the Lord to me, remember, he reminded me, he reminded me, hallelujah, my judgment is coming, I told you so, I told you so, 
God have mercy. Jesus is coming. Judgment is coming. He's bringing judgment upon the earth. God have mercy. Who will escape? Who will escape? Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. The Lord have me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord have me. Speak of Matthew. Hallelujah. The book of Matthew 22. Hallelujah. Was the teaching last night. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. And I never seen this. I said, the Lord show this to me. Hallelujah. Talking about judgment. Hallelujah. And the wedding and the preparation of the wedding of the bride of the bride of Christ. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The apostle Matthew said this to us when he heard from the Lord himself. Then Jesus answered and spoke unto them a parable and saying, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king which married his son, and he sent for his servant to call them that were invited to the wedding, but they will not come. We are that time now where people who have been invited to the wedding, people that Jesus has called, are not coming, do not want to come. They don't want to come no more. They say, I have heard the message for too long. The devil is deceiving them. God have mercy. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. God have mercy. They don't want to come. And this is what it says in verse 4. Then again he sent forth his servants, saying to them, which are invited, Behold, I have prepared my dead and my oxen and my falling are killed. And all these things already come unto the marriage. Hallelujah. And I share how Jesus took me to heaven. Hallelujah. And I saw a beautiful, a beautiful preparation for the wedding of the bride. And I saw the table. And I saw all the place that was served with all the spoons and fork and knife. Everything was ready for the bride of Christ. And when I looked, I saw Jesus looking at me, sitting at the table. And I saw his servant serving him. And one of the, of the servants of Christ came like with a bowl, and he came to serve like a soup like. Thank you, Lord Jesus, like soup. I love soup, too. Praise you, God. And I saw him bringing soup to Jesus, and he was putting it up by his bowl. And Jesus, all this time, is looking at me. Thank you, Lord. Well, the servant was pouring, hallelujah, really hot soup. I could see the smoke of the soup going up. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And the Lord was showing me everything is ready for the bride of Christ. Everything is ready in heaven for the sound of the trumpet. The trumpet was sound. Jesus will come like a thief in the night. The Lord is coming for his bride. Are we ready? Are you ready? Are you repenting? Are you getting ready? Are you seeking the Lord? Are you getting close to the Lord? Jesus is coming. Thank you, Lord. He's coming for a bride that have made herself ready, a bride that is in repentance, a bride that is seeking him daily, a bride that ceases not to pray, ceases not to pray, a bride that pray without ceasing. She pray without ceasing. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. The other virgin that had not enough oil in their lamp. Hallelujah. They had enough oil. Hallelujah. To wait for Jesus. God calls them fool. Anyone not seeking Christ in this time, God is calling them fool, fool, fool is what God is calling them. But anyone seeking Christ in these last days, God calls them wise, wise, wise up, my brother, wise up, my sister, wise up in the Lord, wise up in your walk with Jesus, wise up on seeking Jesus. Prepare, prepare. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Christ is coming for his bride. Jesus is coming for his bride. Wise up. 
Wise up. Time is short. Hallelujah. Discern the time. Discern the season. Discern the time and season, said the Lord in his word. We need to wise up. We need to wise up, brothers and sisters. Jesus is coming. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. And no one knows when, like a thief in the night. Hallelujah. And the random took his servant and treated them sharply and slew them. Oh, my God. People are getting aggressive. People are getting angry. God have mercy. They slew them. People are getting aggressive. The devil is filling people's lives to make them aggressive. But when the king heard it, he, he got rough. He got angry. Jesus is starting to get angry already. Jesus is getting angry at those that are coming against his bride. And the nations and the governments are coming against his bride. And the Lord is getting angry. Oh, my God, he's getting angry. You don't want to see an angry God. You don't want to be near an angry God. I remember when the Father took me to this planet. Hallelujah. In all of the sun, I saw everything melting. I saw the mountain melting. I saw the stone in the river melting to dust. As I saw Father, I saw the image of the Father coming. I saw the Father in Aya trembling, trembling. And Jesus said, Fear not, I am with thee. Praise you, Lord. And Father was coming. Father was coming. The mountain was melting. The mountain was melting to dust. The stone was melting to dust. Father God said they will fall. He Point his finger to me, and he says to me, they will fall. They will fall. I am bringing them down. I am bringing them down with such an anger, with such a straight face. I never seen Father God this way. Oh, my God, he's angry. He is angry. He's bringing his wrath upon this earth. Nothing will be left. Nothing will be standing. When Father God get his hand on this earth, nothing will be standing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Verse 7, and when the king heard it, he was wrapped, and he sent for his warrior, and he destroyed those murderers. Hallelujah. And burned up their city. i never seen this before. He burned up their city. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Chicago will be destroyed. New York will be destroyed. Washington, D.C. will be destroyed. All the countries of Europe will be destroyed. Russia will be destroyed. Every single city of the world is going to be destroyed. Jesus showed me the end of the tribulation. There was not one single building standing. Not one single building standing. Hallelujah. He said, look, my son, do you see anything? I said, no, Lord. And I cried, and I cried, and I cried, oh, Lord, how can this be this way? And he reminded me what he said to him in his word. God is going to end the world. He's going to destroy the world in seven Day tribulation. He made the earth in seven day in seven year. The number seven again. He is going to destroy every city. God have mercy. Every city. He was robbed. He was angry, and he sent for his warrior and destroyed those. Hallelujah! Murder and burn up the. City, why is he calling them murder? Because they are shedding the blood of innocent children, innocent people. 
Hallelujah. Abortion is rampage. Abortion, abortion is increasing. While you and I are talking now, there are teenagers having an abortion, killing an innocent, innocent life. Oh, God, have mercy. It's happening every day. It's increasing. It's multiplying. Who is crying to God? Those babies are crying out to God, and God can hear the cry from heaven. Hallelujah. God can hear the cry from heaven. Father, God can hear the cry of those innocent babies crying for mercy, like the blood of Abel crying to God for justice, for God to do something. Hallelujah. And the blood is still to be vengeance. The blood of Abel, the blood of that innocent Abel, a servant of the Lord, a humble servant of the Lord, a man that loves God as those babies love God. They cry to Father God for mercy. And God hear those cries every day coming out of the earth. Those innocent lives, they cry and cry to Father God for justice, for God to do something. And God is getting angry. God is getting angry. And God says in his word, in Matthew 22, 7, hallelujah, praise you, God, he's going to destroy those murderers and burn up their city. There's no more abortion in India. So much abortion in India. They throw the babies in the garbage and they die. They die. They have anyone to help them. God is going to burn India. Oh, the city God is going to burn China. There's so much abortion in China. Not a building will be standing. God is going to destroy their city. Every single city with abortion right now is under the judgment of Father God. And he's going to burn them. He's going to make sure no city is standing. God of mercy. God have mercy. I remember that man of God that God showed him a dream of California, San Francisco, and he saw fire from heaven burning San Francisco. And God said, this is what I'm going to do to these people and their sins. I'm going to burn them. It's going to burn. San Francisco is going to burn. It's going to burn. And he cried, said, oh, God have mercy. God have mercy. My anger, my love is up on top. Francisco, California, says God, hallelujah. It's going to burn. It's going to burn. God is so angry because of the sin. God has given the people so much opportunity to repent, to come to him, to come to him. Hallelujah. And people are refusing. Their hearts are becoming harder. Look, hard like stone. Heart like stone right when the trump is about to sound. Some people's heart is getting harder. Instead of humbling themselves, crying out to Father God for mercy, for God to help them, for God to raise them up, for God to forgive them and restore them back to the kingdom. Hallelujah. It is time. It is time, it is time, it is time, time is running out, brothers and sisters. It's running out. Jesus wants to save us now. Now is the time, the time of repentance, the time to come to the Lord. Now is the time. Now is the time, my friend, my friend, you that are listening. Now is the time to come to Jesus and give your life to Jesus. Run to the feet 
of Jesus. We are not working to, hallelujah, to untie his sandal, run to his feet, run to his feet, like the woman with a blood issue. She ran to Jesus. The only that can touch the burden of his mantle. I will be healed. I will be healed, said the woman. Hallelujah. And have more, so much opposition, so much people, so much people between her and Jesus. But she said, hallelujah, if I can touch the burden of his mantle, I will be healed. I will be healed. I will be healed. She believed she will be healed. She believed Jesus can heal her. She knew there was power in Jesus to heal her. She heard about Jesus. She heard he was a healer. He, he, she heard that he went around healing. Those who were sick, the lepers, those the people, hey, the people had a place for them to throw them in there to die. Hallelujah. And they will be there. Sometimes they will get in the way of people going to work, begging for money, begging for money, begging for something to eat. And Jesus went to the leper, and he touched the leper, and healed the leper. The leper, she went. And this woman heard the testimony of Jesus. And she says, if I only can touch the border of his mantle, I will be healed. I will be healed. But she has something in between her that was man, 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 hallelujah, woman, hallelujah. Had no right to come close to Jesus back then. Had no right to come close to the rabbi. Women will have to be far. Only men have the right to come close to the rabbi. So she had to come between the men to be able to touch Jesus. It was very difficult because we read in certain passages of the Bible that the disciples, even when the kid wanted to come, the children wanted to come to Jesus, they will try to hold them back. They were holding the children back. That's the way it was. They were holding them back, and Jesus said, let them, let them, because such is the kingdom of God. To such is the kingdom of God. So this man, this woman had so much opposition to come to Jesus. There was a disciple closer to the Lord. There was the multitude also of men surrounded in hundreds of thousands of people. My God, they will put her away. But she did not let these people hold her back. She went forward. She went forward to the people until she saw the mantle and grabbed onto the mantle. Hallelujah. And the anointing of Jesus went. Hallelujah. The power of God was released by faith. It is by faith. The anointing came by faith. The healing came by faith of Jesus. Who has touched me, says the Lord. Who has touched me, says the Lord. It is I, the woman would cry. It is I, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And the woman, thy faith that make you well. Thy faith I heal you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. You can come by faith to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That faith I make you well. That faith I heal you. Praise you, Lord, because she has faith. She believes that Jesus can heal her. Praise you, God. She received her healing. God can do anything. All things are possible with God. God wants you to run to Jesus. God has given us a way. God has given us a way, a true and a life for us to come to. In that in his son, Jesus Christ, the mercy of God is Jesus Christ. You want to come to heaven. You want to come to God. You better come to Jesus. You better come to Yeshua, Yahshua. You better come to him. He he is the only way to the Father. He is the only way to heaven. You cannot make it to heaven except through Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can come to the Father except through him. Thank you, Lord. You cannot come to God through Muhammad. You cannot come to God through Buddha. You cannot come to God through the Pope. Nama, those three can help you. Nama, them and no religion can help you. Only Jesus Christ can help you. You cannot come to God through Mary, neither through Mary, but to Christ. 
through Christ, Mary said to those men in the, in the wedding of Canaan, do what he said. Do what he said, because Jesus is always right. He sits at the right hand of the Father, because he's always right. He's always right. Thank you, Jesus. He's always right. That's why he's sitting at the right hand of the Father. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. No one else is right like Jesus down here. Everyone else is a thief and a robber and a liar. But Jesus Christ is the true, the life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus wants to send more people free. He wants to bring more people to his throne, more people closer to him. He wants to set the captive free. Thank you, Lord. There's so much like captive in sin, captive in drugs and different things and magic. But Jesus can set you free from the light of the devil, from the light of man. The Lord can bring you closer to him. Jesus can bring you closer to him and set you free. He can break your chain. He can break anything of this world and of the devil and from hell. Jesus can set you free. He came to set the captive free. And whom the Son set free, it is free indeed. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Father, for Jesus. I thank you, Father, for Jesus. What a wonderful for God we have in Jesus. What a wonderful Savior we have in Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to the Lord. Let him say you're free, and you will be free indeed. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. You'll be able to serve God. You'll be able to come to God. You'll be able to get closer to God. Thank you, Jesus. Through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. One thing I reminded the people this weekend. Jesus said, in, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In John. In John. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 15. Thank you, Lord. John 15. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. John 15. Go in there with, to John 15 with me. I thank you, Lord. This is very important. Very important, you know. Hallelujah. What Jesus said in John 15, 4. Thank you, Lord. Abide and me, he said. And I and you. Hallelujah. This is not that you say, I'm, I'm a Christian. It's not enough for you to say, I'm a Christian. You need to abide in him. You need to be in relationship with him. And I and you. Hallelujah. When you are in relationship with Christ, Christ is in relationship with you. I thank you, Lord. And as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, no, the branch is connected to the tree, and the tree is God. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. It said that abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in, in him. We need to abide in Christ, brothers and sisters. Verse 5, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abide in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing, nothing. Get that to your heart. Get that to your mind. Let that be written in your mind and heart. That without Christ, without Jesus, there is nothing you can do. So we need to abide in him, and he in us. That's, so, that's relationship. That is not religion. That is relationship with Christ. That is relationship, brothers and sisters. We abide in him. He abide in us. And that is the only way, Father God, has said this. These words were given to Jesus by the Father. Tell them to abide in you. That you will abide in them. Oh, I thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. God has set the rule. I don't know why men are changing this. 
I don't know why they're telling you that God has set the rule in Christ. Hallelujah. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, a new creation. God will make you new. God will make your heart new. God will give you the mind of Christ, the heart of Christ. If you abide in him, if Christ abide in you. Oh, I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God will make you new. God will make you new. God will create you new. God knows the devil has contaminated your life. The sin entered into man from the, through the garden, through Adam and Eve. And God knows that we were contaminated. And God wants to make us new. That this relationship that God is talking about, a new creature, new creature, new relationship with Christ. Brothers and sisters, the old things have passed away. Hear now the news that's brought to the Corinthians. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. That was the message of Paul to them. They heard the message of the law. They heard even the message of John the baptized. But this new message of Christ, they did not hear. So Paul went to the Corinthians and told them, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things have passed away. Now they may new. God is going to make you new. But this is a relationship. This is a process that happens in relationship. It can only happen in relationship. That's why you see, hallelujah, all Christians, hallelujah, hallelujah, we're all behavior. All Christians, we're all behavior. God have mercy. All Christians see Christian behaving like the world. They're not made new yet. Their heart and mind is not made new. They don't have the mind of Christ yet. They don't have the heart of Christ. They don't have a new heart. Hallelujah. They don't have a renewed spirit within them as David cried out in Psalm, hallelujah, 5110. That has not happened in their life yet. They got the old behavior. They're still cursing. They're still fornicating. They're still stealing. They're still lying. There's so much adultery going on. Oh, it stinks. It stinks. It stinks. God, hallelujah. Jesus gave me the other day to smell sin in the spirit, and it almost choked me. It was making me sick. I never smell anything that stinks so much. Oh, God, have mercy. Hallelujah. He took me out of the spirit. Hallelujah. And brought me inside sin. And it stinks, Ryan. It stinks so bad. It was shocking me. My goodness, how can we have sin in our life? Hallelujah. It stinks. Hallelujah. And the Lord was letting me know that's how I smell it in my people's life. That's how I smell the sin. In people's life, oh, but the blood of Christ, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all that. But you have to repent. You have to repent. You need to humble yourself and ask the Lord, repent all your sin, all your transgression daily, and ask the Lord to cleanse you with his blood. Oh, God, that's why Jesus said that, hallelujah, the lukewarm, he was going to butt me then. All these things so much, I could, I could not take it. I, I was wondering, how can Jesus stain this stinkiness? How can he, oh, God, he's so merciful. He's so holy and pure. How can he have nothing to do with sin? It stinks. I could not take it. It just stinks so bad, so strong. It was shocking me. I want the Lord to get me out of there right away. 
I want to be. I want to run out of there because sin stinks. It stinks so bad, and the Lord has to smell. The Lord, look what I have to smell. Oh God, oh God, He's so holy and pure and loving, and He had to smell that stinkiness. Hallelujah! Oh God, have mercy. God have mercy. Brothers and sisters, we need to be in repentance. We need to repent. We need to take it serious, serious, serious. We cannot play around with sin. Sin is not to be joked with. It's not to be played with. Oh, God have mercy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In that wonderful blood of Jesus, oh, God, when it cleanses us, it gives us a great smell. It's like going and take a shower when you've been dirty or sweating for the whole day, and you go take a shower, and that water goes through you, after, and then you apply that soap, that soap that is the Word of God, through all your body, in that clean water, go through you from the top of the head to the bottom of your feet, through every part of your body. And you take the time to take a shower. Oh, God. Oh, without smelling soap, the word of God. You smell so good. You smell so good. Oh, God, it's so awesome when someone smells so good. Someone is so clean. Hallelujah. That is a Christian who repents daily, who goes through the watching of the word, through repentance, hallelujah, through the watching of the blood. That person smells so good. No wonder the Lord wants to be around that person. No wonder the Holy Spirit wants to fill that life because it smells so good. You want to be around that person after having been repenting their sin and listening to the word and reading the word. And that word has been cleansing that person. Now ye are cleansed, the Lord to his disciples. Because of my word spoken to you, oh God, the word of God makes us, hallelujah, it's like our soap that cleanses us, hallelujah, that remove, remove all that dirt, remove all that sweat from our body, remove all that sweat from our soul and spirit, body, soul and spirit, and we smell so good to the Lord. Hallelujah. That's why when we are repenting, last thing the Lord told me the other day was tell them to repent. Continue to tell them to repent. As he showed me the way, he showed me the way, such a holy and pure way. And he was standing on the way. He was showing me the narrow way. And I was so happy to see Jesus, to see him again. And I could see him. And he saw me. Tell them to continue to repent. Continue to tell them to repent, he says to me. Continue to tell them to repent. Don't stop. Because there were people trying to tell me, why are you telling people to repent so much? Why are you telling people to repent daily? And Jesus came. Jesus was concerned for me. Hallelujah. That I will continue to preach his message. And he came to me and told me, continue to tell them to repent. Continue to tell them that message. My message. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. As man wants me to be quiet. Jesus wants me to continue to speak. Jesus wants me to continue to bring his message to them, to continue to tell them to repent. Hallelujah. Praise your God. Because as people are repenting, the blood is cleansing them. And they are overcoming him by the blood of the Lamb. They are overcoming the devil. That's why the word of God teaches us in Ephesians 6, 10. Hallelujah. We wrestle not in flesh against flesh or blood. But against principality, the powers of evil, governors in the air. 
Hallelujah. Those governors of principalities and shadows and forces, they keep using people against me, against my ministry, and they want me to shut up. They want me to close down the Lord's Tower. They keep coming against the Lord's Tower. They want me to stop preaching because there are hundreds of people repenting. There are hundreds of people going to Christ, humbling themselves to Christ. Life are being changed. Life are repenting to Christ. Hallelujah. Souls are coming to Jesus. Souls are being saved. Souls are being delivered. And the devil cannot take it anymore to see that. He's losing soul. He's losing people. He's very angry at me. He don't like my ministry. Praise you, God. Praise you, Lord. He likes other ministry entertaining people to hell, entertaining people to hell with foolishness and nonsense. And the churches and the pulpit talking about politics, talking about nonsense of this earth, talking about Michael Jackson, talking about all these evil things out of Hollywood, preaching Hollywood to the people in the churches and the pulpit playing a movie out of Hollywood when it's only fornication, hallelujah, and idolatry and witchcraft coming out of Hollywood. My God, and that's what these pastors are playing. Ah, this Sunday, we're going to watch this movie, that other movie. And they're just playing movies every Sunday, saying the churches entertaining people to hell. Our God, when movies are not telling people to be undaily repenting, to be repenting, to come under the blood of Christ. They are entertaining people. God have mercy. It is happening. It is happening. And those are the people coming against my ministry saying, why are you telling people to repent daily? How come you continue to tell that? And Jesus came to me and said, continue to tell people to repent. Continue. Continue to tell them to repent daily, daily, daily. Praise your God. Hallelujah. Repenting daily is taking a narrow way. Hallelujah. is getting in a narrow way with Christ. Hallelujah. is walking in a narrow way with Christ. It is difficult. It will take your time. It will take your best time. Hallelujah. Praise God. But that is you giving your life to Christ. That is you walking in relationship to Christ. That is you seeking Christ. Those devil don't want to hear this message. No more. No more. No more. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. More people need to be a repentance. More people need to come to Christ. Hallelujah. He's the only way, the only truth, the only truth, the only life is Jesus Christ. He's the only way. There's no other way on this earth. If someone tells you there's other way, it's a liar and a deceiver. God have mercy. God have mercy. God have mercy on the soul, on the lost. God have mercy on the lost. There's only one way to God. There's only one way to heaven. Salvation has only come through one man that came to save. Those were lost. And his name is Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, the anointed one, the anointed one of Christ, the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Yeshua Jesus. Praise you, God. Yeshua Jesus. He is the only way. He is the only true. He is the only life. Come to Jesus. Repent to Jesus. Repent your sin to Jesus. Come to the Lord. Do not focus on religion. Do not focus on religion, but focus on Christ. and say relationship with Christ. Hallelujah. And spend as much time you can with Christ. As much time you can spend with him, spend it with the Lord. Don't let anyone come to you with nothing else. Hallelujah. Don't let any members lead you. Christ is the only way, the only true and the only life. Don't let anyone tell you something else. No, no, there's a lot of liars there. 
Praise you, God. Now they're saying in the church that Islam is like Christianity. They're calling Islam people Christianity now. Everything is being put together. Hallelujah. Now great churches in America are receiving the homosexual into ministry. Great churches in America are receiving the homosexual into ministry. You heard about the Hillsong, one of the greatest churches in New York and around America, have received homosexual, hallelujah, into the ministry. Oh, God, Jesus gave them such a beautiful mu- music, hallelujah, anointed music, music from heaven. And now, they, because they are afraid of what the government may do, the churches are getting together to receive homosexual into the church. Oh, God, T.D. Jake just said uh, last week that I'm not all homosexual at the same that means they're going to work with homosexuals and receive them. And instead of telling them to repent, they're going to receive them, hallelujah, into the ministry with the lifestyle. Not changing the lifestyle, just keeping the lifestyle. They're not all homosexual the same. Now they're coloring sin. Oh, God, the stinky sin. The stinky sin they're coloring now. So how they have, they have found faith out of hell. To call her same wife, oh God, it still stinks. It still stinks. It's still from hell. It is still from hell. God have mercy. Praise God. I'm not a homosexual, he says in the video. I'm not the same. They're going to treat them different now. Hallelujah. God have mercy. Jesus have mercy. I remember four years ago, the Lord showed me TV Jake in the tribulation. Oh, God, and I could not believe that. I almost argued with the Lord. Lord, how can this man of God end up in the tribulation? Oh, Lord, but he brings your word. And the Lord says, him and many more, he showed me, will stay in the tribulation for misleading my people. Oh, God. Jesus is coming up on a lot of preacher on television. The Lord is very angry that they have been misleading his people, he says. Hallelujah. God have mercy. Hallelujah. I'm going to punish them. Jesus said, they are not going to escape me, he says. Yes, they're going to escape men. But he says to me, oh, how will they escape me? How will they escape me, said Jesus to me? How will they escape God? How? How will they escape God? Oh, God is watching them. God is watching them. His eyes is on their life. How will they escape the wrath of God upon their life? Praise you, Lord. Four years ago, Jesus showed me this and told me this. And I was stunned that the Lord said this to me. Because I used to listen to him sometime. And they start. And I thought his message was real great, so anointed. And the Lord said, how can they escape me? The Lord says to me back then, hallelujah, how will these preacher? And he started showing me preacher after preacher, and they start preacher after preacher. And he said, how can will they escape me? How will they escape my judgment? And took me to the tribulation and showed them to me. And I saw them worry because the trumpet of God has sound, and they, and they stay only a few escape. But they did not escape, and they were worried. They were biting their nails. They were so concerned. They were so worried. They had all this money of the world, but they have missed the rapture. 
Lord. They have missed the raptures. They have missed the coming of Christ. Christ did not take them to heaven. Christ did not take them to heaven. They knew they were in trouble. At this time, they knew. They knew. No one had to preach to them. They may get mad at me. They may hear my message on YouTube and get mad at me and call me a full preacher. But the Jesus, Jesus is going to deal with them in the tribulation, and they will not escape God. They will not escape God's judgment, Jesus said to me. Praise you, God. That's why now they are receiving whatever comes. Hallelujah. Because they were never of God. John said they came out of us, but they were not of us. Because if they were of us, they would have remained with us. Oh, God have mercy. God have mercy. They would have remained with us. Oh, but they, they are showing they were not of us. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Hallelujah. And they say they were one of us. They worship God like one of us. They talked about Jesus like one of us. They preach like one of God, one of us. But they are showing they are not of us. Hallelujah. They are not of us. God have mercy. That is the spirit of the Antichrist being manifested in them. A lot of people don't even notice. That's why they can go to, hallelujah, they can go to meal. They can go to meal with Obama. They can sit with the Antichrist. They can have a meal with the Antichrist. They can sit at the table with the Antichrist and smile and smile. They came out of us, but they are not of us, said Johnny his word. The word of God don't lie. Hallelujah, God don't lie. God knows the past. God knows the presence, and God knows the future. God knows the future. Oh, God, have mercy. They are in sore trouble with God. So my tithe and offering has been given to them. And Jesus showed me how they have so much billions, so much millions in the banks, and their money was not going to help them out of the wrath of God. Hallelujah. God, have mercy. And the multitude to follow them. And the multitude to follow them blindly, thinking that they are of God. But Jesus do not know them. Jesus do not know them. He do not know them in relationship. They can claim the word of God all they want because they know the word of God. God cannot lie and his word will come to pass. And that's why they can preach the message and claim the word of God. And the word of God comes to pass. And they keep getting millions. Oh, but God is coming. Jesus is coming to judge them. To judge them as he's going to judge the whore. And he's going to burn the whore with fire. Babylon will burn. Babylon will burn. It will burn. It will burn. Oh, God, and they're going to mourn. They're going to cry. They're going to weep when they see Babylon burn because they thought, she thought, no one can touch her. She set us a queen. She calls her the religion of the earth, the religion of the world. Hallelujah. She thinks she's on top of everything, but it will burn. It will burn. God will make sure it burn. The time is coming. Hallelujah, when there will be God taking vengeance against its enemy. No one will be between them and God. People will flee. People will run in the tribulation. As all these things will be unfolded in the tribulation, a day of vengeance of the Lord is coming. The vengeance, the day of vengeance is approaching. 
It's approaching, it's approaching. God said it very clear to the prophet Joel in Joel chapter 2. The day of vengeance of the Lord, with the Lord Jesus Christ, is going to take vengeance, vengeance against his enemy. God have mercy. God have mercy. Hallelujah. God have mercy. God have mercy. Hallelujah. The day of vengeance of the Lord is coming. It is coming. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. The Lord said he will take vengeance. Hallelujah. He will take vengeance against his enemy. Hallelujah. And it's coming. And it's coming. Hallelujah. It's coming. Praise you, God. Who will escape? Who will escape the meaning of the Lord when Jesus Christ came with all his anger over this earth? Hallelujah. To judge his enemy. Hallelujah. To get hold of his enemy. Praise God. Who? How will they escape? How will they escape? Hallelujah. When God comes upon them. Oh, and the hour is coming. The hour is coming. It's coming. It's coming. Hallelujah. When the Lord, hallelujah, praise you, God, his mighty power will be manifested on this earth like never before. Hallelujah. And people will say, okay, hide me. Oh, earth, swallow me. Praise you, God. Oh, earth, swallow me. God have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord says in Proverbs 1-7, fear the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But full of despite wisdom and instruction, my son, hallelujah, hear thy father in instruction, and forsake not thy mother teaching. For there shall be a comely ornament unto thy head, and as a chain unto thy neck, my son, if sinners do entice thee, consent thou not. If sinners do entice you, consent now, now, when someone come to you and say that she or he is of God, go to the Lord Jesus Christ in prayer and ask the Lord to confirm to you if he or she is of God. If they say, come with us, we will lay ways for blood and lie privately for the innocent without a cost. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord, taking the money of innocent people. Hallelujah. Praise you, God, asking for money for the poor in the name of the Lord, and people sending their money to the millions of dollars. God have mercy. We will follow them up, swallow them up like a grave, even the whole, as those who go down to the pay. Oh, God have mercy. We shall find all precious riches. And fill our house with spoil. You hear them talking about the spoil of the Lord. All oh, the spoil. All oh, these preaching, preaching prosperity. The spoil of God. Talking all about the riches and spoil. Out of the house. What house? The house of God. Out of the house of God, all they preach is prosperity, precious riches, they say. And fear our house with spoil. It's been written in the word of God for over 4,000 years. For over 4,000 years. It's been written there. Warning people that this would happen. When God said it would happen, it will happen. Cast thy lawn among us. And we will have one purse. Hallelujah. I will be the leader. Come and bring all your tithes and offering. And it all will be here. Hallelujah, in the house of God. And we will all put it together. <laughs> My son, 
Verse 15, my son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their pad. Oh, God, have mercy. Refrain from going with them. Refrain from doing what they do. Don't do what they do. Don't do it. Hallelujah. Don't do it. For their feet run to evil. It may haste to shed blood. Praise you, God. To shed blood. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Didn't Obama say that if his daughter wanted to have an abortion, who was he to, to try to convince her not to? How many, how many are supporting uh, Planned Parenthood in the United States? What did what Planned, Planned Parenthood stand for? Abortion. Supporting a teenager to have an abortion. It was Planned Parenthood. Hallelujah. Planned for. Stand for. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. And so many organizations send them offering. Offering. Millions of dollars in offering they get. Hallelujah. Verse 7. Certainly, as without cost, the net is spread before their eyes. And all that, hallelujah, have wind. Hallelujah. They think they're flying high with God. We're flying high with God. We're out there. We got his revelation that other people don't have, they say. They're flying high. God is going to bring them down. Even if they go to the star, God is going to bring them down. So they lay, hallelujah, they wait. They lay way for blood. And they lie privately for the lives. They lie privately for the lives. In other words, they make all kinds of excuses, which are lies, to do what they do. To do what they do. It's all done in secret. And unless you have a lot of money and pay a lot of money, you are not part of the ministry to, to hear what, what is going on in secret. It is all done in secret. But there is nothing hidden, said the Lord, that will not come to light. Verse 19, such are the way of everyone that is greedy of gain. Listen now. Listen now. When you start reading, you only think that he's talking about the worst of the way. But when you read, hallelujah, verse 19, Look what God says in his word. Such are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, and he will not take away the life of the owner thereof. God have mercy. God have mercy. Praise you, God. God can see what they plan, what they say, what they do in secret. In secret. The Lord says to me, they are misleading my people. They are misleading my people. And I'm watching them, said the Lord to me. When he told me to, when he showed me T Jake and many other preachers. I am watching them. And they are going to pay. He says to me. Hallelujah. Verse twenty. Wisdom cry without Hallelujah. She uttered her voice in the street. God is in the street, hallelujah, not in the pulpit, or not, not in every pulpit, hallelujah, claiming his wisdom, like many things. No, you need to come to the church and hear the message from the pulpit. No, it's even in the street. The wisdom of God is in the street. Are those humble women that cannot afford to own, not even have a church or own a church or go into a pulpit to preach his message? 
They are in the street proclaiming God's message. And God said, wisdom cry without. She uttered her voice in the street. In the street, the simple women, uh, women and men of God, preaching God's message, wisdom is with them, says the Lord. Hallelujah. She called in the high street among the, the, the priests, priests in the entering of the gate, and order her, ball, her word in the city, saying, O oh, ye foolish. Hallelujah. He called the virgin that had no oil, the virgin that was not seeking Jesus, fool. Foolish virgin. He called them foolish. Any Christian that don't have the oil that God wants them to have, that don't have the one not full of the Holy Spirit, God calls them fool. I'm not the one calling them fool. There were five foolish virgins and five wise. God calls them foolish. Hallelujah. God have mercy. Oh, you foolish. How long will ye love foolishness? This is a problem. Loving foolishness. Loving nonsense and foolishness. And the scornful take the, the pleasure in scorning and the full hate knowledge. Another thing they hate. No, no, no. The message we have is the message. So they reject knowledge. God wants to speak to their life. God wants them to change their way. But they hate knowledge. They hate it. They hate what sinful men will have to say from God. Men that are repenting daily, that are seeking God daily, that are working in a relationship with God daily. They hate what they have to say. And God calls them fool. God calls them fool. Hallelujah. Because they do not hear God's prophet. Hallelujah. The best that the Lord has chosen to speak his message, they are not willing to hear them. Because they think the message they have is the message. And they put together all these CDs and DVDs and have people pay hundreds of dollars. Millions of people pay hundreds of dollars. Multiply 100 times 1 million. And tell me how much money that is. 100 million. Hallelujah. Praise you God. 100 times 1 million. Hallelujah. But they don't only reach, hallelujah, 1 million. They reach 30 and 40 and 60 million people with their message. Multiply that times 100 now. This is what's going on. It is a great business they're doing. But the Lord says, oh, man, their money is not going to save them. He's going to bring them in the tribulation. Hallelujah. He's going to bring them in the tribulation, and he's going to deal with them. Oh, 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 oh. oh, God have mercy. Hallelujah. Our loving Christ is angry, and his, his anger, he's going to release on them. He's going to let it drop on them. Hallelujah. Like a million rock, like a million pound rock falling on their head. God have mercy. Hallelujah. He's going to watch the demons that are going to come out of the pit of hell have fun with them. He's going to release them. He's going to let them. He's going to let those demons come out. Hallelujah. And chase them. 
hallelujah, and put a sword through them every second, and they will flee from them, and they will cry out pain, and they will remember that they twist God's word, and that they have misled millions to hell. God have mercy. Because if people are not, if Christians are not repenting their sins daily, and the blood of Christ is not on their life, they cannot enter heaven. It's what the Lord took that dear sister, that she had to help. And she took her straight to that place, hallelujah, in hell, that are full of Christians. People that tithe and gave their offering. And that place is full. And she was shaken by this. And she said, Jesus. How is that this place is for a Christian? I don't understand, Lord. Explain this to me. And Jesus looked at her and said, My daughter, if they are not repenting daily, if they are not being cleansed daily, they cannot enter heaven. This is the place where they have to be brought. I have to bring them to this place because they cannot come to my heaven. What do I say in my word? Hallelujah. That thou should be holy. Thou should be pure, righteousness. Only the blood of Christ daily on your life can cleanse you and make you right standing with God. And then she was shaking and understood. Oh, this being a Christian is not that easy then. <laughs> this, is not, this is not just about praying for money, for money to be thrown for heaven. <laughs> it's not about that. It's about being pure. It's about being cleansed daily with the blood of Jesus, the blood of Yeshua, the blood that cleanses us from all unrightness. All that that keeps you, you and I, away from God. Sin stinks and stinks, and it separates us from God. Sin separates us from God. And that stinking is not going to come in hell and pollute heaven. It's not going to come to heaven and pollute heaven. Imagine Jesus bringing someone full of sin, stinking like hell into heaven. Imagine, he's not going to do that. Ah, he's not going to bring someone who is not repenting. I re- I told the brothers and sisters, I remember that night that I was in repentance. But I knew I had not repented all my sin because I was so tired that all I wanted to do was go to sleep. And I, Lord, please forgive my sin. But I, 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 I did not hear from the Lord. The blood was, did not cleanse me totally. And came those angels from order from Jesus to bring me to heaven. Oh, God, and when I entered heaven with those angels, and I saw the throne of Jesus, and I saw his light cover the heaven, the pure white light. Oh, God, it went through me, and everything that was in me cried out to the Lord. And I said to those angels, Pull me down. Do not bring me to that throne. I am not ready. I am not ready. Please, please. And I begged the angel, and I tried to remove the arm from me, but it was too strong, too strong for me to be able to remove the arm from me. 
and all of a sudden came the voice of Jesus from that throne, and I could see his eyes on fire, and he says, you need to be ready of all time, all time, you need to be ready, you need to be repentant, you need to be ready, my son, because I will come of a time that you know not, I will come for my people of a time that you know not, you need to be ready, 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 listen, listen to me, he says, you need to be ready, ready, because I will come of a time that you will know not for my people. I want you to be holy. I want you to be cleansed. My blood can cleanse you. Oh, God. It was so bright. I cannot look. I cannot look. I cannot look at the light. I cannot look at the light. It was so bright. It went through me, and everything in me cried that I was not ready. I was not ready. His voice, his voice was so strong. It shook the heaven. My goodness, praise you, God. He's such a powerful king. He's such a powerful savior. Oh, God, he's about to come for his bride. A bride that has made herself ready. A bride that is in repentance. Oh, Lord, forgive my sin. Forgive my unrighteousness, Jesus. Forgive your people unrighteousness, Lord. Help us to be ready. Help us to be ready for your coming, Jesus. Help us to be pure. Help us to be righteous. Help us to be holy, Lord. Because without holiness, no one will see the Lord says your word, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. We cannot do this on our own, Lord. Awaken us to prayer. Awaken us to repentance. Remind us, Lord. Remind us, Jesus. Remind us, Holy Spirit. Please help us. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Lord. Help us. Help us, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord Jesus. We don't want to end up in hell. We want to go to heaven. We want to spend our eternity with you, Lord. Help us to escape. Help us to escape, Lord. Help us to escape the damnation of hell. Help us to escape the fire of hell. Help us to escape the eternity of hell. Help us, Lord. Help us. Help us. Help us, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord God. Help us. Help us, give us the strength, give us the knowledge, give us the wisdom, Lord, to be close to you, to come close to you every day, through the blood of, through the blood of Yeshua, through the blood of the Messiah, hallelujah, through the blood of the Lamb, in Jesus' name, without holiness, no one will seek the Lord, no one, no one, I don't care what your name is, no one will seek the Lord, no one, no one, no one. Thank you, Jesus. We must be holy. Hallelujah. The bride needs to make herself ready. The bride needs to repent. The bride needs to repent. Jesus will work in your life through repentance. Jesus will work in your life and my life through repentance. We need to repent. We need to come to the Lord. We need to humble ourselves before the Lord. We need to, we need to, we cannot put it off. We cannot put it off anymore. Stop putting off repentance. Get close with God. Get into fasting. Get into repentance. Hallelujah. Ask the Lord. Ask Jesus to help you fast. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you strength in your fasting. Hallelujah. He will. He is well. He wants to help us. He wants to help us. I thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, mighty God. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. More tomorrow. Don't miss tomorrow. More tomorrow. I brought in Pablo be with us. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. Here's the latest prophecy, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, God. I thank you for your love and mercy that endure forever, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. I thank you. I thank you, Jesus. You are so awesome, God, Lord Jesus. You are so wonderful, God, Lord Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for your love and mercy. I thank you, God, for your love and mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. My computer fell asleep. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Oh, he is such an awesome God. He is such a great God. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. What an awesome God we serve, brothers and sisters. What an awesome God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Time is short. Time is short. Time is short. The Lord will continue to confirm to his people that time is short. Hallelujah. That he is coming. He is coming for his bride. He is coming for his people. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Somehow the one to play the audio. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. What an awesome God we serve, brothers and sisters. What an awesome God we serve. No one like our God. Thank you, Jesus. If you need to repent, get into repentance. Hallelujah. If you need prayer, get into prayer. Get into prayer with the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Get into prayer with the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Get into prayer with the Lord. Do not put it off. Hallelujah. God is talking to you tonight. As God has been talking to your life tonight, get into repentance. If you're being convicted by the Holy Spirit, get into repentance. Get into repentance. If you're being convicted, hallelujah, by the Holy Spirit, if the presence of God is convicting you, this is why we need to get in the presence of God. That's why we need to be in the anointing and the power and the presence of God every day. Don't come out of his presence, and you can only be there through repentance. Hallelujah. Through holiness living, through holiness walking, through righteousness walking. Get into repentance daily. Get into the presence of God. Thank you, Jesus. You don't need to go to the house of God to feel the presence of God. You should be feeling the presence of God in your house. The presence of God should be in your life and your home. Whenever you go, God should be with you. God should be walking with you. Noah walk with God. Noah walk with God. Among that evil generation, Noah walk with God. You can walk with God among this evil generation. You should be walking in the presence of God now. Whenever you go, you don't need to go to church to feel the presence of God. I feel sad with people. Hallelujah, because many leaders are telling them, come to the house of God so you can get in the presence of God. No, the presence of God can be in your life always. Jesus can be in your life always. The Holy Spirit of God can be in your life always. You can go to the store in the presence of the Holy Spirit. You can go, hallelujah, and buy food in the presence of the Holy Spirit. You can drive in your car in the presence of the Holy Spirit. 
Hallelujah. You can go anywhere. Praise you, Lord. People rejoice how the presence of God came on Saturday on the church and then came on Sunday even stronger on the church. Hallelujah. People rejoice. But the presence of God just don't need to be in the church. It can be in your house. It can be while you walk. As you walk your dog, you can walk in the presence of the Holy Spirit. You can walk in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bring God everywhere you come. Walk with God everywhere you, you walk. Hallelujah. Enoch, walk with God. Oh, man. Enoch, walk with God. Hallelujah. Do what Enoch did. Walk with God. Walk with God. You can walk with God anywhere. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise your God. Hallelujah. I have more presence of God in my house than any church around me. The Lord told me this. Jesus said to me one time, there's more presence of me in your house than all these churches around. I wanted to be visiting all these churches. And I said, Lord, I, I, I want to be with all these people, Lord. I, I, want to, I want to come to your house, to your presence. And the Lord says to me, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. There's more presence of me in your house. The Lord says to me, there are a lot of these churches around. Praise you, God. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Praise you, Lord. The Lord can be with us in our home. Hallelujah. The Lord can walk anywhere we walk. The Lord can be where anywhere we go. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. A lot of people think, no, I need, I need to go in fellowship with all these people. So the presence of God, they are strong, strong. And God can be so strong in your house that you will fall on the floor under the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You can have more presence of God in your house than anywhere else. Praise you, God. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. People want to tell you that in the house of God, you will feel more presence of God. No, 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 no. You can have more presence of God in your house. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. I remember after I anointed my house, and the presence of God was there every day. Every day. Hallelujah. And I will anoint my house every day if I need to. And there came my brother to visit me. Hallelujah. He, he was concerned because I was not visiting his church. And the brother came to me. Hallelujah. And when he, he entered my house, he started feeling that strong presence of God. Hallelujah. When he went to my living room, he had to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. He says, excuse me, brother Elvis. I have to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. Praise God. The presence of God here is too strong in your house, in your living room. I got to speak in tongues and worship God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And he felt the, the, the presence of God so strong in the house. He had to worship God and speak in tongues. He says, my goodness, what a presence of God in your house, brother Elvis. Oh, my goodness. I only feel something like this when we're in deep worship in the church. Hallelujah. But it's here. It's just here in your living room. Hallelujah. Like, here, how is that possible, brother? Praise your Lord. Because you need to live a, a life for God. Hallelujah. You separate yourself for God. What did God say to his priests? Hallelujah. Through Moses. Hallelujah. What did he say to Aaron and them? He told them that he has separated him as his priest. Hallelujah. He separated them. Thank you, Lord, for himself as priest. Hallelujah. And he wanted them to be separated, separated for him as a priest. 
Thank you, Lord. And he told them that they were, hallelujah, praise unto the Lord for them to understand, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God, that they were priests of the Lord and that they needed to be separated, hallelujah, because the Holy Spirit of God was going to dwell among them, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. And he told them that everything, hallelujah, he told them they will be separated. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Because that's the way God wants us to be unto him, separated. Look what God said to Moses about the priest. Hallelujah. In Exodus 29, 6, Then thou shalt put a, a mitre upon his head, and thou shalt put a holy crown upon the mitre, and thou shalt take and anoint the oil, and hallelujah, and shall put upon the head and anoint him. Hallelujah. Look at God is telling Moses, this is what you're going to do. This is what I do in my house. I take oil, and I know my living room, and I know my house for God. Thank you, Jesus. Hi, everyone. This is Lisa Haven, and I've got an imperative report to share with you today, and that is this. The elite are once again in a nervous panic. In fact, they are planning secret meetings all across our country, not just here domestically, but these secret meetings are being, you know, um, planned internationally as well. So not only that, but here's the thing. We are winning the information war. This is why they're in a panic. America is starting to wake up to the atrocities, to the new world order, to the persecution of Christians and veterans and patriots and gun owners. Here in America, they're really waking up to that and, and abroad as well. And things are starting to come out and they're starting to um, publicize their actual goals of what they want to do. The Illuminati has coming coming out more in the open with, you know, a blatant uh, acts on our TV, in our uh, media, in magazines, and all of that as well. Now, the reason that I believe America has started to wake up is what we're seeing going on with the election. Probably the most anti-establishment or anti-establishment candidate, like I believe him to be, would be Donald Trump. And that is exactly who the elite are discussing at some of their meetings, which makes me think he is definitely not establishment. And I know not everybody's on the Trump wagon, so to speak. And nobody can be 100% certain that when he gets in office, that won't or will change. We just won't know. He's either going to be the worst thing that this country has or the best thing uh, that this country has. And I tend to lean that he could be one of the better things that we have had in our country as far as leadership. And, you know, because he is standing against things like the New World Order, like uh, revealing what happened with 9-11, like, you know, vaccinations and, and not having those forced on us and these kinds of things that he is awake to. And I think America is coming around. And that's why they're in a panic. That's why they're upping their tactics. That's why a lot of their tactics are changing and being manipulated into more uh, cunning tactics. And I think we all need to be aware of that because that's exactly what they're doing. Uh, I know right now as well, George Soros is funding John Kasich, which lets me know that Kasich is absolutely establishment. Uh, so beware of him. Um, you know, Rubio, uh, what happened with Rubio and, and Ted Cruz? Well, 
you know, on the fence about that. But definitely lots going on. Not only are the elite in a panic, but they're upping their attacks on Christians, patriots, gun owners, uh, not to mention what happened recently with the whole Lavoie Finicum event, which video feed finally came out from um, a cell phone inside the car, Shauna Cox's cell phone, revealing that it was not them who shot first, but the FBI, those on the other side. So hopefully uh, something comes of that. But the attack on patriot views, the attack on Christian views, it's been here for a while, but we're starting to see it up. And I've got lots of news to show you on that as well. And probably some of the most breaking uh, biblically speaking, for those who follow Bible prophecy, is that Obama wants to attempt to divide Jerusalem before leaving office. But I think the best thing to do is to delve right in to this report. Okay, so here's the first report here on Now the End Begins. And notice this headline, uh, GOP elites and tech billionaires convene in a secret summit to find a way to stop Donald Trump. This is huge to me. If this doesn't scream that he's an anti-establishment candidate, I don't know what does. But here they are convening on ways to basically stop the American spirit. How do we stop the American people, quote, candidate? Because that's what he represents, whether you're voting for him or not voting for him. That's kind of the idea. And that's why Trump and, and Donald Cruz are above the polls right now, or Trump is. But uh, here's some of the people who convened, but um, and these are elitists, globalists, Illuminati members, secret societies. Apple CEO Tim Cook, Google CEO co-founder Larry Page, Napster creator and Facebook investor Sean Parker, Tesla Motors, SpaceX honcho Elone Musk all attended. So did Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Uh, political guru Carl Rove, House Speaker Paul Ryan, Tom Cotton, Corey Gardner, Tim Scott, Rob Portman, Ben Sass, who recently made news by saying he cannot support Donald Trump. Nonetheless, uh, here is a place of where they convene, and this is uh, on various news websites, not just here on, on Now the End Begins, it's also on Huffington Post and many other uh, news reports as well. Let me show you the report from Huffington Post. Here is that one. A secret meeting, tech CEOs and top Republicans uh, plot to stop Donald Trump. You can see this was real recently, just within the past week. And I'm going to leave a link to these reports, but this is huge. You know, if they're trying to stop the American voice, uh, this is how they're going to do it. Now, let me show you another report. Um, I also found this fascinating, and it's now, once again, on Now the End Begins, and it's the prospect of a Donald Trump presidency is shaking the new world order to its core. Why is it shaking the new world order? Well, Trump has come out numerous times to talk about the new world order. He has exposed it. He has brought it to light. So I know that he is definitely against the new world order, but here's the subheading. In a highly unusual move, foreign diplomats are 
expressing, and not just domestic people, but foreigners, like I said in the beginning, are expressing alarm to the U.S. government official about what they say are inflammatory and insulting public statements by Republican President frontrunner Donald Trump, according to senior U.S. officials. Now, why would this alarm our foreign diplomats? Well, because they're all New World Order agents. They all want to start a New World Order. This is something that he is against, and it alarms them. It panics them and scares them. So whether or not you are once again on the Trump wagon, you know, I don't know what's going to happen when he gets into presidency. I guess my biggest fear is when he gets up there, they're going to manipulate him with family members. They could, you know, threaten to take the life of his children, his wife, his own life, uh, and manipulate him that way. Does it happen in politics? You betcha it does. We all know it does. We are all aware of the blackmail and the manipulation that goes on. I just hope and pray that he does not fall prey to that and that he is who he says he is. And, and I have hope for that. But definitely, definitely the elite are in a panic. Now here's another report I found on InfoWars that I find interesting. But Jean-Claude Van Damme states Rockefeller and Rothschild, you know, because they are two of in my book, some of the evilest families won't let Trump win, uh, says the, act, the actor about uh, the anti-globalist candidate. Uh, these two people are definitely in funding campaigns against him and are attempting to knock him off. Now, here's one last report uh, I want to show you before moving on, but this is youngconservatives.com. Here is Mr. Kasich. And he is accused of accepting money from George Soros, who we know is definitely another establishment candidate. So make sure you check out those reports. All right, so there you have it. The elite are in a nervous, raging panic over Donald Trump. Uh, they're quite frankly worried he's going to get into office, and so right now they've plotted to do everything they can to get him out of office. Uh, and the funny thing is, shortly after that meeting, which was held about a week ago, um, suddenly, you know, we start hearing on the news of race wars, uh, or at least that's what CNN, MSNBC, and all the mainstream line media wants to tell you about the Donald Trump rally, that there was a fight and uh, somebody on the, on the Trump side punched another man, and, uh, and this has been all over the news, um, you know, the past few days of how riots are breaking out at the Trump rally. But let me say this, it's a setup. You know it's a setup. I know it's a setup. Uh, people are waking up to that fact, and so... You know, they definitely are trying to start some kind of race riot, race wars. This is why we're seeing more increased race fighting with things like the Black Panther movement and uh, Black Lives Matter and the KKK. They are really inciting this ethnic group against ethnic group mentality, and that's not the way that God designed it to be. But we know, biblically speaking, as a Christian, I will say that in the Bible, it does tell us that in the latter days, nation will rise against nation. If you look at the Hebrew and the Greek or you know, the, the main context of those words, uh, you won't find that it's ethnic group against ethnic group as well as, you know, nation against nation. So just something to ponder uh, on the biblical side of that. Now, another thing that I've had questions about is people say, oh, is you know, Obama going to stay in office? I've heard Obama's going to stay in office and cancel the presidency. Well, could that happen? Absolutely. Do I know? Can I read the future? No, I can't. Uh, so people can speculate and say that's a possibility, and I do think it's a possibility. There is a chance that, you know, 
Obama can cause some kind of crisis or something will break out, be it a race riot, be it some kind of natural disaster or man-made disaster or false flag event or martial law per se or whatever they want to do, uh, and he could stay in office. Uh, could that be a last-ditch result uh, to keep Trump out of office or whatever, or maybe they'll do more voting fraud. But there's definitely a play there. Otherwise, these elite people would not have gathered together to discuss Donald Trump. And like I said, this has happened internationally as well. I know the Pope hates them, China hates them. If they hate them, well, I like them. <laughs> That's kind of the gist of it there, and, and I just hope that it is who he says he is. And uh, what I want to do now is just show you how the attack on Christianity, and we already know there's an attack on, on the Patriot Movement. That's obvious through right-wing extremist document, through, uh, you know, the, the internment camp document, through civil, civil uh, riots document. All these different documents that have been put out by the government make it an effort to say, okay, we're more worried about domestic terrorism than ISIS. Uh, yet, you know, we don't have that kind of a problem here in America, and they continue to allow these terrorist camps to thrive, uh, ISIS terrorist camps to thrive, but they go after patriots uh, and, you know, those here in America. But what I want to do is show you specifically how the attack is being upped on Christianity and then uh, how Obama is planning maybe to divide Jerusalem before he leaves office, if he leaves office. Like I said, I don't know. I hope he does leave office. I personally think on my note that that won't happen. I don't think that Obama will stay in office. That's my opinion. I think he'll get out of there, but could I be wrong? Absolutely. There is definitely uh, that option. But let's delve into this quick report. Okay, so here's the first report, and this is on Shubat.com, and this was written by Theodore uh, Shubat. And the headline is this, a major meeting will be taking place in Russia, which Putin, um, and it, the only one that backs Russia really is Trump, but in which Christian leaders will gather together to fight against Islamic persecution of Christians. Uh, we know our government is not doing anything about the consistent uh, persecutions of Christians abroad. In fact, it's kicked to the curb and, you know, nothing is being done. Here we have Franklin Graham, I guess, meeting with, with Russia to discuss this very thing. And he stated, no church in modern history has suffered more than the church in Russia because they know some of the things that have taken place. So great report there. Uh, but that's just to prove that, that the persecution is there. Now, I also found this report on lifestylenews.com. And again, I encourage you to read it. But this is back in 2015. But the reason that I want to bring it back up is because the attack on Christians is truly coming and already here, especially with the fact that the governments of the world do nothing about Christian persecution. Uh, but here we have Richard Dawkins. We all know, um, well-known atheist there, but the state needs to protect children from religion and their parents. And I think this is a very imperative report especially with the recent release of the draft document by the U.S. Department of Education and the U.S. Health and Human Services. I have showed it numerous times. But on this particular report, they specifically take Richard Dawkins' words to heart in which they make it 
Uh, now, it's not officially uh, stamped, signed, sealed, and delivered, this draft. However, in this draft, they entertain the idea of home visits, visiting and going to your homes. Um, and having and forcing a parent-child relationship. What does it forced parent-child relationship look like? Uh, well, to the government, well, that would mean that they force parents to take certain classes. If the parent's depressed or has anxiety or on anxiety medicine, they could have CPS take you away. And that also comes in the form of assigning a person, uh, an education specialist, to your family from birth. From conception, even, is when they are talking about doing this. Let me show you that report real quick. Here is that link. And I'm going to leave this link in um, below for you so you can check it out and rate it for yourself. But it, it makes the states equal with parents. But very disturbing news there. All right, now one last thing I want to show you. This is once again on Now the End Begins, but Obama considering using the UN to forcibly divide Jerusalem before his term ends. Now we know that he's already canceled meetings with Benjamin Netanyahu. And according to this report, this was leaked by, and I'll show you this, the Wall Street Journal, uh, where it talks, a, a journalist there is saying that Obama is working on a renewed Middle East push. And I'm going to leave a link to that so you can check that out. But uh, the president is also considering use of the UN Security Council resolution to forcibly extract concessions from Israel and the PA. The US, the U.S. has until now vetoed any such resolution, though Mr. Obama has threatened to allow them to pass. So we know that this is, you know, could be or the beginning of a fulfillment of Joel 3:2, which states, "I will gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat, and I will plead with them there for my people whom they have scattered among the nations and depart or um, parted my land." Um, but, you know, if such a thing takes place. Uh, could some kind of deal be cut? Could we be looking at the seven-year peace treaty spoken of in biblical prophecy? And I think that's very important and the reason why I wanted to share this particular report. But I highly encourage you to read it because it also talks about basically how Obama wants to revive the Middle East Quartet, uh, the U.S., the U.N., the EU, and Russia, and apply pressure to Palestine and Israel. Uh, but there's that report kind of closing it off. So we have, you know, elite in a panic over Donald Trump, I guess the people's choice if you are voting for him. And they all, we also have an increased attack on Christianity. And also here we have a dividing of Jerusalem, very significant end time report. So there's that. All right, so there you have it. Uh, the elite are in a panic. They're planning secret meetings, uh, talking about Donald Trump, talking about the American people, talking about how to sidetrack what's going on in America because they are losing the war. And as a result, we're going to see an uptick on attack against 
domestic extremism, patriots, conservatives, Christians. We already see what's happening uh, abroad in other countries, you know, in, in uh, the Middle East, in Russia, in China with Christianity. In China, they are going underground just to worship the Lord. And here we are on the brink of some pretty crazy stuff. We can look abroad and see what's going to happen with the Christian religion to find out what's going domestically because that is what the New World Order is doing. It's already got many other countries in its grasp. And this is why they meet behind closed doors to plot and try to figure out what to do, especially with us here in America, which we're kind of like the last stand there. Uh, not only that, but Obama to divide Jerusalem. That's huge news. He, he wants to divide it. Will it happen? Well, I guess we'll see in time. But definitely he wants to offer some kind of two-state solution to go ahead and cut a deal uh, with the, with the, you know, devil, so to speak. So just something to keep our eye out on prophetically, uh, some treaty. But wanted to bring you that. I know it's a little bit of, you know, a mix of news there. But any time that something is going on prophetically, I want to share that with you guys. Real quick, if you haven't had a chance to check out my sponsors, please do. Um, GetTheTea.com is, they've got some great products. I personally use the colostrum. Now, if you have any kind of guts or uh, problems with your stomach, stomach problems, uh, bloating, uh, that kind of thing, then I encourage you to take the colostrum test. Get on it. See if it helps you and 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 uh, see how you how your body is after. But I definitely love it, use it. That as well as the tea. I actually take it on a daily basis now. Uh, but the Super Strength Tea is what I use, and I highly recommend you check that out. It's a great detox. Also, if you're not stored with food, foodforliberty.com/backslash/haven. Uh, get some food storage. End times are going to be here, and biblical prophecy is already on the brink. Now is the time to be ready. This is the, the reason that God told Joseph to prepare. You know, we have seven years of famine, seven years of plenty. Now is our years of plenty. Now is the time to store up. Yesterday, 10 years ago, was the time to prepare. But you can still get prepared today with that foodforliberty.com or check out some other source. But make sure you are getting prepared. Anyhow, don't forget to subscribe to my channel. Uh, and thanks again for tuning in. This is Lisa Haven. I'm out. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.